Welcome back to Millennial Mental Health Podcast. I'm Stephanie Contra O'Hara, licensed professional counselor, and today I have a guest with me, Adriana. Adriana, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, my name is Adriana Zuno. I am a first-year graduate student in the counseling psychology department at the University of Denver. Um, and I'm excited to be talking about this topic um, because I do think it's a very important issue to address in our time. Yeah, for sure. Today, we're going to be talking and doing a deep dive into social media and how it impacts both different generations, mental health, and perhaps our culture at large. So we're going to start off with the first question. With new platforms of social media popping up left and right, it doesn't seem like things will slow down anytime soon. I know David Dobrik even is coming out with his own social media platform. So yes, it's, things are evolving quickly um, when even influencers are creating their own platforms. So soon we'll be connected in all, even more ways. How do you think this connection is like propelling us forward? And how do you think it's holding us back from connection? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that is pretty common opinion about social media is that we are able to stay connected and we're able to engage and converse and learn um, faster. And it's it's like an immediate access to information and also the content volume. Like we are presented with so much content and and definitely to what you're interested in that you could find and it's convenient it's online it hardly requires a lot it just as you can find an electronic medium and there you have it um, it's also great for networking um, you know we even have a platform for that like linkedin um, and it's and how it's been used to really help um, I think during this time too, during COVID, like it's been a way to help people get jobs during this difficult time. I know my best friend did. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's it definitely helps us stay connected. And during this time of COVID, just where human interaction has been severely limited. Um, but I also, with that, there's always, with the pro, there's always a con. And it, I do think it has created like this loneliness and depression and and it goes into a lot with like comparing ourselves to others that we see on these social platforms. Um, I also think that it has been created like a lot of wasted time. Um, We waste so much time on social media and that I think really decreases like even our productivity levels. Um, And we, get comfortable in that. I think, I feel like we get really comfortable in like not wanting or like not really caring too much to go physically interact with people um, because you can do that over social media or you feel like it's not important to anymore. So it like, in some way it is holding back connection um, because we're getting comfortable or we're spending too much time on it. And we're also not putting in any effort to go out and, and socialize. Um, so. 
to kind of come off of what you were just saying there, I think there is a lot of pros and cons to social media and the way that we interact with it can really, I think, determine whether it's going to be a cost or a benefit to our lives. For example, like I know LinkedIn recently, or maybe not so recently, but I found out more recently that they have an entire premium version of it that you can take classes about leadership and team building and learning like new skills, which is pretty awesome that we have something like that, like right at our fingertips. And I've heard they're broken down into like 10 to 15 minute like presentations. They can be up to an hour, but you can like take it in like little increments so it can like fit into a busy schedule. You know, there's pros and cons to things, even like Facebook, which is solely like social focused. Um, they have this new ad that has people like in their house, like managing their house pet or not house pets, managing their house plants. Like there's a DJ like playing like music and then he's like squirting his plants with a water <laughs> bottle. And then there's like a, a professor type of person like doing the same thing. And it kind of shows like all walks of life can have this like intersection in this group where we can all have, share like commonalities. So I kind of liked that like marketing. Um, but yeah, I think it really does play a big role in connecting people all across, you know, the world and all across different generations to connect about things and share ideas and, and grow. But there is that downside too, right? Where people, I don't think, know how to be bored anymore. Like as soon as you feel bored, you're in Facebook or in Instagram or some other social media platform. You may struggle with like comparing yourself. You see someone just bought a new house or has a new baby or has this expensive wedding or, or something. And now you're envious and jealous of that that person where perhaps before you wouldn't have known that that was even occurring, or if it did is probably of a close friend and all you felt was excitement and joy for them rather than, Oh, there's this like person that I met that one time and a coffee date or in, in a team meeting of some sort. And now I'm finding out that they have this and I want that too. So I think there could be pros and cons to it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like to your, like, I really, like the way that you described it of like, we don't know how to be bored anymore. Like if we are, like we reach for our phone and the first thing we do would be opening up a social media platform and see what other people are doing. And that's kind of what we do to fill up that time and that feeling of boredom. And yeah, like we, we compare ourselves so much, I feel like, or, you know, I know I did for a very long time of like, oh yeah, like a person that I don't really call friend but you know I follow them and and they're doing all this and living this and I'm over here like just watching it and like wishing that that was my life right now um and then you know you get it you fall into that hole of like comparing yourself and then you feel bad like if you're you know about your life and what you're doing and it's especially somebody who also don't even probably don't even talk to yeah, I, I think it's that like stranger or very far acquaintance like comparison that is probably things that trips people up most that I think the most toxic because you don't really know anything about their life or the backstory or anything and all you're seeing is what they're posting. And you know, there can be there's less empathy in those situations too. Yeah. Um, because you don't know them and you can't like relate to them really. 
I think too, what I, I notice a lot that I wanted to to bring up is distraction and like procrastination being almost increased with the use of social media. Um, you know, people can lose hours on like TikTok or something or lose hours on something like YouTube. Like you think you're only going to pop on for like five, 10 minutes. And here we are 50 minutes, you know, 90 minutes later. And you're like, damn, where did the time go? <laughs> and you're, you're late to meetings. You're late to turn in homework assignments. You're late to drive your kids to school or, you know, whatever the case may be, you just get like sucked in and time just is like gone from you. Yeah. And you know, I, I 100% agree with that. Like it's you, you know, you might want to be like, Oh, I'm just going to pop in really quick and just, you know, check this one thing out or just for a moment because I have nothing else to do and just see what's, you know, just see what's up. And then, yeah, an hour has passed, an hour and a half has passed, two hours, and till you finally like realize you're like, whoa, like this, I was on, you know, and also that goes with, you know, and, and you don't even have to, although you can lose track of time with one platform, I think it's also like what we get, like, okay, now I'm going to go check Snapchat, now I'm going to go check TikTok, now I'm going to go check all these other platforms that we have, and then, you know, you can end up even adding more hours to that just because you spent an hour on Instagram without realizing it. And now you're like, okay, I'm done with that. I'm going to go check snap and there's an hour then. Yeah. TikTok, And it's just like, you spent a good chunk of your day just checking social media and and it's most of the time just checking it and you're not even adding to it. Like, you know, if you were like, Oh, I'm going to post something or I'm going to read a thread for whatever reason, you know, it's more just wasting time just looking at other people's content. Yeah. And that makes me think of this whole other downside to just like this checking in. So I don't know if you've noticed this specifically, Adriana, but I know I notice a lot of like ads, right? And they're targeted like specifically towards you and what you've maybe recently searched. Like I looked up this brand of vitamins on the, just the regular internet, just like Googled vitamins. And then suddenly the vitamins that I had looked at on the internet, I literally saw ads for it for like the next three days. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I think it's almost, it's, I think it's making us spend more money than maybe we want to because we're almost being inundated with it and like re reinforce the same idea over and over again. Like, oh, you need this. Oh, you need this. Like you should buy this. You should buy this. And then we're introduced into products that maybe we would have never even considered buying. But now because it's in front of our face, we're like, oh yeah, I do need that. Like I never thought that I needed that. But now that this one influencer or this one ad is like telling me that my life will be so much better if I have this product, I should spend my money on it. So it's, it's becoming like this addiction that is impacting our mental health, our financial well-being. Um, our relationships, maybe even like our education, if we're skipping out on doing like more educational pursuits, like reading or doing our homework or, you know, attending a training just to spend time like on the internet doing whatever social media is telling us that we should be doing. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's definitely a good point. Like, I think into your, to the ad aspect of that, like, it's, it's, insane 
how well they target us, you know, like, I remember just thinking, like, I had a thought in my, like, oh, just, let's just, you know, you say that I was also looking for a vitamin too, but it was just in my head. Like, I didn't even search for it, but it was in my head. Somehow I, it popped up on my Instagram and, you know, and obviously that wasn't like, you know, I don't think there's anybody in my head or anything like that, but like to that point where we are targeted and, and it, we fall into those advertisements. Like we follow these influencers and I mean, we know that they're getting paid for that, but we still, we still do it. We still buy it. We still feel like we need it because we see that it's doing great for them. And so then that's, that'll make a difference. You know, that'll happen for me too, if I get that. Um, and we are spending a lot of money, I think. Um, at least I know I have, um, I really like clothes and, and styling. And then I see like, an influencer or just uh, my favorite store being marketed on my social media. And I'm like, Ooh, I can see myself with that. And like, even though I purposely didn't ask for these like cookies or anything, I try to avoid them so that I don't see these ads. They still come up because I'm still searching them somewhere. And also that connection is also pretty scary. Just like you don't even have to search for it on that platform for it to come up on there. Um, And then that just makes it easier to fall into it um because I, I mean i definitely have done that and do it um and it's just like yeah like we we get so um immersed into these platforms and how we're being targeted and if they're smart you know i think that movie that social dilemma movie like really showed us just like how it's working into our lives and how it's impacting us um and also during this time too with like with covid just if we already like with everything that's already happening within just this pandemic and then we're having the social media effect as well i mean we've had it even before covid but i think it's hitting us even harder um, during this time, just because we still, we still see people, you know, managing or I guess living the life, if you want to say during this time, and it may not be like that for us anymore, or it's not like that for us still. And we get sucked into that. And if we don't have anything going on right now, then like we're stuck on social media and we're continuously, um, being exposed to these um, to this content in our lives and how that's affecting us, um, mentally. And yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I think there's two things that I want to kind of say, um, after that one, the fact that we have to talk about like in real life and there's even like the IRL, right? The fact that we even have IRL as a (laughs) statement or, you know, a thing that we text is so crazy to me. Like, of course, we're all in real life. Like, we have an online online life. And now we also have an in real life, like life. It's so crazy. Um, But going back to the social dilemma, I even have a specific question about that. So I'm just going to go ahead and ask it. In the Netflix documentary, 
that's pretty popular, Social Dilemma. They talk about both the harms and failures of social media, as well as the potential positives. How do you think the research on social media can inform our current choices and its impact on our mental health? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the social dilemma isn't the first and it won't be the last that we hear about how social media has been like impacting our lives since it's been out. Um, and I think there's just more, there's higher importance in the negative part of it than there is the positive because I think a lot of us can find the positive in what these social platforms can provide for us and um, what it can do for us. But there isn't enough talk, I think, where people, if they're willing to listen and to really take in this information, this research that's been done about like how it can negatively impact us, I think it could really give us, we could really use that to evaluate how it's affecting us in our lives. Um, and looking at it at that aspect of like, oh, you know, it's been time or like shown that let's just put like, say like, oh, majority of your time is being consumed by social media. And, you know, we would say that that's a negative thing. Um, and, or if like to the, like falling into ads, you know, you're spending your money on these things that are being specifically targeted to you because, you know, chances are you'll fall into it. Um, so then that's the financial um, impact on that of your life. And I think, and there's so many components to that too, that it could affect us. And I think most of the time we're either not willing to accept that it's been affecting us in this negative way, or we're just, we don't see it that way. And I think that's why it's become more and more, um, emphasized of how negatively the social media can do to our lives if we continue to allow it to happen and if we continue to kind of not really take a step back and evaluate um, the negative side effects of social media in our lives um, and then what can that look like in our future too. Yeah. You know, and I think something that... Um the social dilemma kind of really highlighted is that psychology is being used like on you and on us in our interplay with social media, like intermittent reinforcement is such a heavily used psychological tool with social media, right? This idea of like, Oh, like I'll check it more to see what someone said on my post or see if someone like liked my post or there's this like current story happening. I'm going to keep checking social media to see how the story is like evolving as time evolves. I'm just going to log back on, log back on, log off, log back on, log back on. And it's kind of like this, we're getting these like little tiny endorphin like hits every time that we log in onto social media if someone says something positive. But of course the same thing happens if something negative is happening, right? Like if someone's bullying us online or trolling us online, then the same, like, it's almost like we're, we want to check to see how it's going to make sure that it's not like becoming like more people are saying more negative things about us and it's becoming like worse and worse, but we still like can't stop ourselves from like watching it. Like, a, you know, how they, there's that saying that people 
you know, can't help but watch like a train crash or a car crash or whatever that saying is. I feel like it's a little bit like that. Like you almost get so sucked in to whether it's positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement through intermittent reinforcement that you just can't stop, but like pay attention to it. Yeah. And I think it's, um, it's, um, been described as an addiction, right? Like that's, that's, we're addicted and, and a lot of the times can be, um, resemble like, or it gives that dopamine, like that's, you know, that feel good. And, you know, when of reaching for our phone, checking our phone, checking this platform, whether it's, you know, um, for good or for bad, like it, it provides us, it gives you that like dopamine, that feel good feeling whenever you do that. And so it drives us to just keep doing it and stay, um, and stay participating in these activities. And it's, yeah, like any little thing, like good or bad, like it's, we are just getting immersed in it. Like we, it's, it's done, it's doing its job. It's performing well, like wonderfully and getting us and having us engaged and staying engaged, whether that, whatever that looks like for us, because as they said, like in the social dilemma, like it's, it's, you know, it's going to give you that, like it's going to work. If you're not working or if you're not like paying attention to the platform, like we're going to give you something that's going to get you engaged. Like, here we go. Like it's working constantly yeah. working behind the scenes to keep us engaged and targeting us as far as, you know, what would keep us engaged for like it, it just, it's individual in a sense. Yeah. And it kind of reinforces, I think something that has been super, has been super prominent recently, which I think has polarized our country more and even maybe other parts of the world, like this confirmation bias, like it shows you exactly what you've seen before and reinforces everything you already believe by showing you more and more of the same exact thing. And so Mm -hmm. of course that becomes like your reality. If that's all that you're seeing and that's all you're watching, you're it's getting confirmed over and over and over again. Yeah. So I think it's creating connection, but then it's also like narrowing down the connection to people who are just like you in a lot of ways, rather than seeing the true scope of people that exist in all of just different opinions that, you know, are online. And I'll say, you know, my Facebook is almost very guilty of that too, because, you know, I have the people that I follow the most and like the most are who the people show up. So during all of the um, Black Lives Matter movement that was pretty large over the summer and then continued into the fall. And I think still should be talked about in a lot of ways, but that was like all that I was seeing for like months. And I have a lot of more liberal friends. And so of course it was all like very pro Black Lives Matter, but I know there was a very strong other side to it, but I didn't really get to hear about it much more than what I heard very briefly, like on the news. But, you know, as I just think, it, it, again, it like reinforce what you already think to be true rather than show you a diversity of opinions. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's an algorithm, right? Like it's whatever you like the most, whatever you're searching for the most, that's what's going to pop up the most. And, you know, it's, 
it's just going to, it's to your liking. And if you wanted to branch out or if you wanted to see different views then you how you would have to go out of your way to do that. And it, it'll, you know, it'll help you once you do it. But um, that would just mean like you would, that's also like looking at us, like if we want to do that, like, you know, are we wanting to, because with the content volume that's available, like we have access to finding things that we, to our, our similar interests and ignore what on the other side of things. And so, yeah, to your point, we just become really narrowed into our beliefs and what we think is true in our reality. And, you know, we know that, and it's not that way. It's not just one-sided and it does blind us a lot. Um, and it comes down to us to take the initiative to not be so one-sided. And I think once we get into so comfortable into seeing what we um, identify with and share, like it doesn't become like a thought too much mm -hmm. for us. I feel like um, we just, cause we want to continue to see this and this is because it's what we believe to be true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like I've heard a lot of uh, people say like, I can't even believe what the other side even thinks. Like, how can they believe that? How, how can they even think that? Like, that's so insane. Like, you know, this is the only side that's true. And this is the only side that exists. And it's like, well, like, if you're not listening to what the other side is saying, like, of course, you're not going to think that anything that they're saying has any validity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just think we all could do better when it comes to engaging with social media in a way that is actually building connection and is actually educating us rather than just finding our little tiny corner of the internet that we're just going to like insulate ourselves in. Yeah. Yeah. Challenging ourselves. So since we just kind of really dive deep, dived deep into that, I want to ask you for people that struggle with social media impacting their mental health, do you have any tips on how to guide them to minimize its impact or to maybe even like shift the impact that it's having? Yeah, so I think um, two things or two tips that if I've recently, and by recently, I mean like last year, really where <laughs> it like uh, these two, I found these two tips that really worked for me. Um, the biggest one I think was taking control over social media and not letting it control me and like changing its function for me. I think previously, like I would be just so, I think my age um, group is mainly more of like, we're in that FOMO culture, like fear of missing out and we want to share things and we want to like display our lives and we compare ourselves a lot. And um, if, if we let it become about, like if you let social media for us become that way, like it's just, that's how it's going to be used and that's the purpose it's going to serve for us. And so for me, I think, during quarantine, when I found myself like super time consumed on social media, I finally was like, what, what is this serving for me? What's the function of this? Like, if I'm going to be spending so much time on social media, um, then what am I getting out of it? Because so far it's nothing and it's not, you know, helping me or, and it's affecting my mental health. Then I started just taking control over. It. I'm like, all right, like I'm, 
I'm going to use this algorithm to my benefit and I'm going to start seeing things that I want to see or following people that I feel like um, are helpful. Like I follow a lot of psychologists and, and I follow like styling um, or look for those things or like in just things that have more interest for me and that could help me and what I want to pursue or passions that I have versus, you know, being so concerned about what other people are doing in their lives. I mean, that's, you know, I'm interested in see how they're doing and I, and, you know, I, I hope that everything's going well and that's awesome if they are doing these things, but I'm not being so concerned with with that, um, I'm more of like, if I post something, it's because I want to post it and not because I'm so concerned on what, how many likes I'm going to get for it or if it's going to receive a lot of attention. Um, it's really, so really just changing the function for me of like, I'm going to use this to my advantage and I'm going to get out of it what I'm, what would be useful for me and helpful for me and whether that's unfollowing people or following other things like that's okay too and also being okay with that um i think for me has really helped a lot as well as with how busy i am with in grad school like i also see social media as kind of like a separation between schoolwork and work even if it's just that simple five minutes just something that like i'm not expecting anything out of just unplugging um and going into that mindset as I go look through the social media has helped because I'm like not concerned about, you know, anything else or, or comparing myself to others. I'm just really just using it as a moment to just set of separation. And then I uh, fall back into like doing my work or something. And then that kind of goes into my second thing that's really helped is limiting my time on it. I think for, I think one time during quarantine, I completely went a whole month without social media because of how much time I was spending on it. And I didn't like that. I wasn't being as productive. I wasn't, I was just, all my days were going into that. And so I would just, I either took that month off or now during Lent, I'm taking, I'm only using it once a day. Um, just really limiting my time on there because to our point that we talked a lot, you know, today is just, we spend so much time on it. Um, and we lose track of time or like they say, right? Like life passes you by, right? Like that cliche, you know, but very true um, saying. And yeah, so I think for me, it was just taking control of how, of taking control of social media and its purpose for me has really helped as well as just limiting my time on there. Um, so that's, that's what's worked for me and, um, that's really what I've noticed to have been helpful. Um, and hopefully it's helpful for others. I feel like this, these tips have been, aren't, aren't new or it's been talked about more, but it, it really does um, have power to that. Yeah, I think the only tips that I could add to that is if you really wanted to quote unquote, force yourself to only spend a certain amount of time on social media, you can, at least in an iPhone, I'm not so familiar with an Android, but you can limit the amount of time you spend on social media every day. So I've limited my time. So now once I've reached the time, or even sometimes I don't reach the time, but if I did reach the time, it goes like black and you have to like ask permission basically to open it again. 
And so it like makes you take a second thought rather than just like clicking on it. Cause I think it can be such like an impulsive, just like, okay, I've opened the app with one, with one touch of my finger and now it's open. And then I like what you also said about curating who you're looking at and what you're seeing on Facebook. Oftentimes I even say this to my clients, like if you're finding yourself being sucked into a rabbit hole with like comparing your body or comparing how much money you have or comparing how many things you have, then following influencers or following people on social media that are in the same mindset and have the same goals as you. If you're trying to be more body positive, then follow body positive podcast or not podcast uh, influencer. If you're trying to uh, find more financial wellness, then follow more financial like advisors rather than following something else. So kind of like use it to your advantage and follow people who um, have the same goals that you have. So that can reinforce the goals you have rather than take you down a rabbit hole of different things you never even thought of um, to busy yourself with. And then I think choosing the time to use it. I know so many people are guilty of using it right before bed, as soon as you wake up in the morning. So putting like time barriers between them. So having like a morning routine that maybe doesn't involve looking at your phone in the first like 15 minutes. The only reason why I look at my phone when I first wake up is to turn my alarm off and then I don't look at my phone at least for 20 minutes (laughs) when I wake up. So I can do other things like do a gratitude practice or brush my teeth or do some stretching, anything but look at my phone for at least the first 20 minutes. And then I try to do the same thing at night. I read before I go to bed rather than spending time on my phone. During 2020, especially, I was so guilty of looking at my phone as soon as I woke up and right before I went to bed. And now creating these like new habits around when I sleep has allowed me to sleep better, have a better mindset when I wake up. So I highly encourage people to, to utilize all of those things. There's probably even more tips. I know some people like leave their phone like in a, a locked box or out in their car or something to keep their phone away from them so they don't look at it when they're with their family. I know I've had some disagreements with some of my family members when they're like, just get off your email or come on, let's pay attention. And, you know, then it's like, oh, damn, like, wow, this, my phone is impacting even my relationships in real life, not just my online relationships. So now I re- need to, you know, really make sure that I'm conscious of how this is impacting me. So yeah. I think just thinking about it more and making choices, conscious choices for yourself is important. Yeah. And, you know, definitely like it, what works best for you, you know, like to me, that the tip, I mean, what I've shared has helped a lot with me, but in like, and you've, you know, like Stephanie, you provided like other um, tips and things that could work as well, you know, and it's all about a trial kind of um, trial run, you know, you can, if, if, you know, if you see that setting that timer on your phone isn't working because you're just like, you know, impulsively clicking on it and not thinking about it. And so then that's not working and just like, all right, well, what else can I do? Maybe putting, locking up my phone maybe would be better, you know, after that time is up and just, I mean, setting boundaries and really just working with what we know best works for us and how that can, how can we can implement that with our social media 
um, usage um, is, I think, really important in finding out what what will help with the goal that you've set out for social media. Yeah, and that kind of reminded me almost to think about social media is like a relationship. You have a relationship with social media. The way you choose to interact with social media and engage with social media is going to impact your life just as much as how you would engage or interact with a partner or with a, a sister or a brother or your parents, right? You have to make choices on where you want to set boundaries, how you want to interact, how you want to engage, um, because it is such a part of our lives that it has become this like new relationship that we're all trying to figure out how we're going to manage it and deal with it. So I, I think it's maybe important to look at it like that, especially if you're someone who finds yourself often engaged in social media to treat it in a little bit of a different light um, because you do have a relationship with it in a lot of ways. And you just want to make sure all of your relationships are as healthy as they can be rather than find yourself in a toxic relationship with social media. Yeah, I love that. Um... Stephanie, I, you know, looking at it, like, yeah, to your point, this, we do have a relationship with social media and, you know, how, how do we want that to look like? Right. Um, so yeah, that's actually, that's, that's a really great way to look at it. Um, yeah. Well, um, before we wrap up, do you have any final things that you want to say? Any final tips or any final thoughts about social media and, yeah. Anything else? I mean, you know, I think really it's just like because social media has been around for so long, um, you know, habits are hard to break. New one, forming new ones is hard as well, too. So I guess really just giving yourself some grace and some compassion. If you like, you know, maybe you set out a goal for it and you didn't meet it or you feel bad because it's like, oh, I really didn't want this or I don't want social media to like take control of my life. And it's just like, oh, it's okay. Like it's, it's okay to fall back into these habits that, you know, are hard to break, but as long as it's, I don't know, as long as you're, we're not letting it consume our lives and we're looking at it in a different way. I think that's a lot that I think that's already going pretty far into the social media um, world that we we are in. And, you know, like to your first question, Stephanie, like it's, it's I don't think it's going to go anywhere as we already see a lot more social media platforms coming up already. And it's going to be that way. Um, and yeah, so it's just, you know, we're all trying here. So mm -hmm. it's not easy. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway that I really want to push home for everybody is like make social media work for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be sucked into it and have it control your life. Like you are in control of social media and your interactions with it. So make it work for you and make it be mostly benefit rather than a cost in your life. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for everyone who is listening. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye.